On this day the Lord has acted. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome, beloveds. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. This is part two of Ignatian Spirituality. If you're just tuning in, let me recap. Ignatius was a Basque nobleman and a knight in the 16th century. He was wounded in a battle, he had this mystical experience of Christ, and he founded the Catholic Order of the Jesuits. But Iggy was different. He didn't want the typical monastic experience, and he found that a way of making good decisions that brings us joy that Christ gives um, is called discernment. And given enough practice at attuning to and discerning, we might have this joy, find meaning in suffering, and find God in all things. I mean, who doesn't want that? Sign me up. In this segment, we'll look at something Iggy, as I'm calling him now because we are best buds, um, Ignatius and his friends cultivated called the examine and we'll look at an examine for dummies so to speak so my friend Stacy Allen who is a campus minister up in Chicago uh, she developed a shorter version of this and it's easily adapted to our daily routine and busy schedule or at-home routines and she calls it the observatio that just is fancy Latin for observation. We'll get to that in a second. So the traditional examen has five steps. First, give thanks. Looking back at my day or week with gratitude. In other words, at night, as you're thinking about your day, just saying thank you for everything that happened. Step two, praying for light. Looking for light within. Uh, in other words, trying to see your day or your week with God's eyes of looking at people as they are made, loved by God, or at all of God's creation as containing some image of the divine in it. Step three, review the events of the day, paying attention uh, to conversations, events, little moments, and asking the Holy Spirit to guide you going through your day sequentially from the start, noticing the feelings you had. Um, Iggy called them, <laughs> sorry, I should probably just start calling him Ignatius. It feels funny to say Iggy, like Iggy Pop or something like that. Um, he called them consolation and desolation. One brings us closer to God and the other makes us feel more isolated from God. Step four, facing up to failures and shortcomings. Asking forgiveness for wrongdoings, things that didn't go so well during the day, things that um, you could have done better, things that you were disappointed in, maybe you feel guilt about. Um, and this allows us to grow in love because we're cultivating forgiveness and repentance and a soft heart. Step five, looking forward to the day to come. And asking, where do I need God's help? What's going to be hard tomorrow? Maybe looking back at today or yesterday and or this past week of where is, where's somewhere where I might need some help? 
and asking God to show up in that place or in those moments. So I mentioned my friend Stacy Allen. Uh, she's been the chaplain at Brent House, which is the Episcopal Center at the University of Chicago, since January 2005. And she recently received a certificate in spiritual direction in the Ignatian exercises. I mean, she is like the expert. She is, I mean, she is my go-to person for any questions about Ignatian spirituality. And, and I heard her present on these um, a while back at a conference, and I I found myself just writing furiously, taking in all of these things and all of this that I never had known about um, St. Ignatius. And I think it's relevant, especially if you're a college student or you're a young adult or you might be in a period of your life where you're looking for what's next. There might be some discernment happening. happening. Um, perhaps this is a moment of transition Maybe this pandemic has caused you to reevaluate your life and where it's going and where it's headed, and you might need some tools for discernment. And so there's no surprise, there's no, um, it's no coincidence that Ignatian spirituality is something that can really benefit um, you if you are in one of those categories, or really any of us. But Stacy found this to be really helpful, especially in the college realm, because you're all asking, what does God want me to do with my one big beautiful life? And so the examine, especially the observatio, is a tool that can help begin to reflect on that question, to listen for an answer from God, and to be able to see maybe a little bit further ahead um, down the line of that last step of looking forward to the day to come. And so she looked at it and said, five steps is it's kind of a lot for the average college student, especially to sit down at night after a long day of, of papers and being on and just your brain going. And, and so maybe, maybe just something a little more truncated, maybe a shorter version. So she contributed um, a chapter on making decisions to an upcoming book called Belovedness out June 2020. And in the back of that is this observatio. And this is a kind of a, a sneak peek to that resource. Um, thank you, Stacy, if you're listening. Um, shout out. You are brilliant and fun. And uh, I can't wait to see you at our next conference. This, this summer has been canceled, but um, hopefully we will see see each other soon, um, whether it's over Zoom or in person. Before I jump into those three questions, I just want to offer this one other thought. The examine was kind of subversive. The boundaries between prayer and life, uh, spirituality and just moving, being throughout our day, the bifurcation of God and human, um, these barriers are all broken down in prayer. Uh, and the examine meant to do that. It blurs these boundaries. And by the time we're done using it and saying, exercising the examine during the course of the day, we don't even realize that we've been praying. But this observatio is meant to look back at our day or week so that we can look forward. And here are the three parts.
was I aware of God today? Take a moment to reflect. Starting this morning when you woke up, where and when were you aware of God today? Was it at breakfast? Was it with your first conversation of the day? Was it with your first words that came out of your mouth? Was it in conversations? Was it in interactions with folks you met? Was it in your work? Were you even aware of God today? If the answer is no, then this question, as the more we ask it, we might be able to, tomorrow, be able to realize and become aware of God in the moment. Question number two. When and where did God seem absent or far away? This kind of plays on that notion of maybe wrongdoing um, or in ex- in looking back at the events of the day um, in the typical examine of, you know, where, where did things seem to not go right? And, and maybe when did God seem to not be around me? Was it when I was angry and I blew up at my kids for making too much noise while I was trying to record a podcast? Was it the anger that I had when I, trying to record said podcast, moved outside to my minivan to record from the inside of there thinking it might be a little quieter and two minutes into it a lawn service truck rolls up behind me and starts using leaf blowers and lawnmowers uh, riding lawnmowers um, at my neighbor's house across the street and maybe come back inside it's ironic but in those moments I was angry and I did not feel close to God. When and where was God absent or far away from you? And the third one, what else did I notice about God and me today? What feelings did I have? Did I feel connected? Did God show up in someone else's face. All of this begs the question, the ultimate question of what am I supposed to do? What next? Discernment. If we spend time in these questions, we might be able to answer that other question of well, what about tomorrow? And what about next year? What about this summer with internships? What about my job? What about my career? What about my vocation? What am I supposed to do? It might start with asking the question, how did God show up for me today?
this practice and the practices that we've been moving through these past seven weeks of quarantine, they're not just, they're not some like magic prescription, nor are they the only way that we can find and know the love of God, but these are all aimed at you, at us, at you as an individual. How, how do you personally experience God? And once we begin to notice it, we can then look ahead for where God might show up down the path. And maybe, just maybe, we'll see it and we'll experience it in the moment.